What's up, nerds? ESPN Plus, the ESPN app. But this was a lost season for the Jets. I did not see a single thing this year that makes you excited to build upon. You, you hired somebody that doesn't even understand what an SC Trojan is all about. Like, stop! Hi, I'm Brian Barnhart, voice of the Fighting Illini, and this is your home for Fighting Illini Sports. 98.9, the game. And now, broadcasting live and local, from the 98.9 The Game Studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks. My name is Travis Sparks, and I cheer for Illinois Athletics, and I obviously do not deserve good things. And Eric Fry. I have honestly no idea. Starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. happening out there welcome in it's wednesday you know what that means it's wednesday on the uh, starting lineup it's hump day and it's march 10th 2023 what's happening out there this is the uh, starting lineup travis sparks eric fry alongside and we're here for the next hour here on espn radio coming up for you we got a good show lined up for you as always for a wednesday edition coming up we'll be hitting up on uh, some local sports that happened yesterday in the baseball softball world and get set up for the schedule for today including game number ones of the baseball and a softball city series today so we'll hit up on that we'll take a look at some major league baseball from last night yeah bet we'll hit up on the Cobbs and Cardinals from yesterday and just to run it back from the previous two nights 545 pregame show tonight as the cards look for a sweep of the Cubs in Wrigley and we'll explore the game last night coming up here in just a second and we'll hit up on the playoffs NBA from last night as the uh, Nuggets, they take a uh, stranglehold of the uh, series uh, there. And uh, the uh, Stanley Cup playoffs as well. As I saw on Twitter last night, we had a great round one. But round two for the Stanley Cup playoffs hasn't been so mm-hmm. exciting, if you will. Well, it's only been one team having goal after goal after goal. And that's what Carolina uh, did last night. Mm-hmm. So not very exciting. Nope. And uh, the Kraken... Uh, fallen yeah, as well, yeah. led up a lot of goals too. So, <sighs> not very exciting hockey in the second round so far. Uh, but we'll explore it in more detail, and we'll also hit up on a couple other random news and uh, notes as uh, the uh, schedule release for the NFL. It's not supposed to be until tomorrow night, but per usual. Yeah. There's been uh, some uh, leaks that's filtered out uh, the trippy faucets, the uh, international games, and uh, the uh, Black Friday game, the first ever for the NFL, 
it was announced uh, today as well, and no surprise who it involves. Uh, there are certain someone that took his talents to New York, but uh, we'll explore uh, that as well. Like, why just can't we have not have spoilers for the NFL schedule and just have it released in one day? Because people like to feel like they know. I guess. They want to feel like they are included. Plus, I the NFL likes this because now instead of us talking about it for one day, Travis, we'll talk about it for two. Yeah, for... The more we talk about the NFL, they love it. For multiple days, but they already got it kind of on lock how they've uh, staggered the offseason till with the draft and now the schedule release and then we'll have a couple other things to talk about and then we'll have mini camp and uh, then the uh, preseason and all that, it kind of staggers yeah. out. So we'll always have them on the first of our minds. No league, Travis, wants you to talk about them 24-7, calendar round, then football. Yeah. And that's why it's the most popular sport in America. Yes, it's true. NFL Live still running and weekdays don't forget, on ESPN. championship this weekend. That's right. Finally making it to the championship Finally. game. Finally. Uh, Thanks, COVID, for stopping that previously. But Can the, is it the Renegades do it with the losing record? Yeah. You said they didn't deserve it. Can they take They're this all the way? The whole thing. I Cinderella's hope so. story. I hope well, so. Like a last slipper fit, we'll find out this weekend. So uh, whatever we don't get to here in the Trestle Show, we had to end the uh, podcast in some sort of a fashion. Find that pod wherever you find your favorite podcast, iTunes, Spotify, website, FEM Radio. All right, we need to uh, jump right into it, and uh, let's hit it up, and uh, let's get it started with First Things First. Before we get into the show. First Things First. And it has happened before, and it's happening again. As what? The Cardinals win again? That's three in a row now. That's called a win streak. And uh, the uh, Cardinals got it done last night against the Cubs in a comeback fashion as uh, they win this one a 6-4 to four, thanks to our guy. Hey, maybe I need to uh, here at 11.06 on May 10th, 2023, Need to apologize to one Paul DeYoung for every bad thing that we said about him. Or he just likes hitting in Wrigley Field. He has some history of hitting some big home runs there, including one of my favorite clips that I play uh, quite often uh, here about Craig Kimbrell serving up batting practice. Mm -hmm. And he did it last night. He hit the go-ahead home run, and they put some insurance as well. And the Cardinals ended up winning 6-4 to in the ninth inning, thanks to Paul DeYoung. Now, Travis... Mm-hmm. I, I'm glad that you're happy. I'm glad that you're celebrating, as you should. You, you've got a win streak now. You can be happy about that. But let's talk about this game, Travis. Mm-hmm. This was a pitiful game. Pitiful. Pitiful. Pitching-wise, this was awful to watch. 12 walks among the two teams. Yeah. That is embarrassing. Mm-hmm. You had more walks than runs. Yeah, that's fair. You guys gave us seven walks, and we can only muster four runs. Mm-hmm. That's pitiful. Yeah. That is awful. Both starting pitchers looked bad. 
Flaherty, five innings, gave up seven hits, three runs, five walks. You mean Jack Flaherty still pitched badly when there was a different catcher back there? Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. It's almost like it wasn't Wilson. Yeah. Tyon pitched worse. He went two and two-thirds for five hits, four runs, two walks. Yeah. That's pathetic. Yeah. With his 641 ERA, both starters combined for 12 ERA. And, you know, after this game. So that's yeah. good. Yeah. I mean, at least uh, Saad came in and five and a third innings in relief. Which, again, that, that brings up another point, Travis. Why you had him go out to start the ninth. Saad? Yes. Because he gave up that, that home run to DeYoung. He did, yeah. He had already given you four, five innings. Right. Just call it good at that point. Get another arm in there. Because... Again, as we talked about, and it's, I think it's more difficult for relievers going through the batting order a second time. Yeah. Starters are used to that. A reliever is not used to that, go, having to go through a batting order again. Mm-hmm. Well, and I'm sure, like, uh, Saad, you know, you always got to be ready to pitch the next inning, but you're like, oh, well, how many more innings do I have left right. in me? So When you're not a typical starter. Yeah. So five innings was uh, – it was a lot. And Assad, by the way, at home, he's 0-2 with a 7-11 ERA. Hmm. Nice 7-11. He has, to be fair, he has started one game this year. So yeah. it's not like he's never started, but right. he has yet to go. Last night was his longest outing of the season. Hmm. And it was five and a third. Yeah. And the Cubs lost all five games he's played in this year. Hmm. And he's given up. A run in every one but one. His last start against Washington was good, but that's because it was against Washington. Yeah. So maybe we just don't uh, don't have him coming. Don't have game. him on the team. <laughs> Get him out of here. Uh, but uh, the uh, that Cardinals uh, did end up uh, getting it done there. Uh, Nolan Gorman got the scoring started as he homered there in the uh, first inning. And then, of course, the Cubs responded. Uh, Swanson had doubled in uh, Magrol, who came in. And then uh, Lars Nupar goes deep in the uh, third inning uh, there. And then also in that third inning, uh, the Cubs walked in a couple of uh, batters mm-hmm. uh, there. Donovan walked with the bases loaded. DeYoung walked with the bases loaded. Swanson hit a home run in the third as well. So a lot of scoring there in the uh, third. Mm-hmm. And then Amoral tied it up in the uh, sixth at a four. And then that's that where we stood until the uh, ninth inning, until uh, Kisner drove in the uh, insurance run to make it uh, six to four. And the Cardinals really are a, a dream here on sports radio uh, because they give us something to talk about every single day. And uh, last night after the game, uh, Jack Flaherty, uh, made some uh, comments that uh, put him into the uh, headlines uh, there about uh, he didn't really like the line of questioning about the velocity of his fastball oh. and whatnot. And uh, he got very defensive about it. So the next time somebody wants to mention the velocity of my fastball, just I'm not going to answer that question. Like I'm going to play with the velocity of my fastball based on what the game calls for. I can get outs if I need to get outs at 95. I'm going to play with it. I've always played with it. I've thrown freaking fastballs at 87 before in games. We've when I've been at my best, 
I'm just saying because all y'all want to make a big deal out of it. I'm tired of it, and I'm not. It's, it's so ridiculous. I'm going to go for what the game calls for. It's a part of pitching, so if you want to ask, you don't understand the art of pitching. I'm going to go with what the situation calls for, and what the game calls for, you have to manage pitch counts and manage the way that the game goes. There's certain times when you go up at it, and now you're going to start seeing 94, 5, 6. Certain times you might need to be like that. Okay, dude, the situation calls for it. Adjust. That's how the game goes. And so, not really uh, loving the Sound, line of questioning. Sounds like a frustrated player. I mean, that's who Jack Flaherty is. I'm so done with his bad attitude. Like, he has, he's such a body language guy when, you know, when it's going wrong for him, he just lets his motions mm-hmm. out like that. And you can just tell that he's mad about it. And he's a very moody guy. And whatnot, he could hit, be hit with two red lights on the way to the ballpark, and that would make him mad for the rest of the day. So now, let me ask you, Travis, as our resident Cardinal fan here on the show, mm-hmm. are you thinking we turn it around? We got it. We're figuring it out. This is this is the beginning of something for this team. We're not out of this yet. This is this is turnaround. I I, I have I won't lie. Last night I did look at potentially putting some entertainment on uh, futures of uh, Central or making the playoffs. I, I do think that we've maybe found something. Maybe we're way, we're working our way out of it. So I think that this is a good start. Now I'll say it's the Chicago Cubs. It, that's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> it was It's the Cubs, and it's not our best pitchers. Yeah. Let's face it, the two pitchers you guys faced these past two games were not our best pitchers. Yeah. Today you're facing Justin Steele, mm. who has been our best pitcher thus far this season. Yeah, no doubt. A win today would go a long way, but this Cubs bullpen has been awful all year. Mm-hmm. So the fact that you beat the bullpen twice does not surprise me. Yeah. And we're going with uh, Jordan Montgomery, who's been, by all intents and purposes, uh, one of our better pitchers right. in the way of quality starts. So there shouldn't be 12 whatnot. walks tonight is what so, you're saying. I wouldn't anticipate that, no. no. I hope not. I just, to me, I'm not saying that the Cardinals are back. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that the Cubs are coming back to what they should have been. They sure. overachieved the first month of the year. Now they're coming back to where they were probably projected to be. Yeah. Like, when you started this season, Travis, the Cardinals should take two out of three from the Cubs. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. I mean, mm-hmm. I had the Cubs, I think, third in our previews for the year. Like, mm-hmm. they were not supposed to be better than that. I think they're coming back down to earth. Now, does that mean the Cardinals aren't starting to get something figured out? No. But again, how long is it going to last? Right. That's my thing. When, if you get into another rough patch... Where are you pointing fingers at this time? Because you've already done it to Wilson. Yep. You've already blamed him for everything. And now once you moved him from catcher, hey, we're winning. Right. So obviously he was the problem. Yep. Never mind the fact the starting pitching still hasn't been good. And the bullpen hasn't been great. They were better last night. Yeah, and they were better on Monday, too. And they were better on Monday. So obviously it was Wilson. 
Yeah. And obviously right. it was the bullpen. It wasn't the starting pitching that was complaining about him. It was obviously the bullpen because mm-hmm. they have nothing else to do in that bullpen <laughs> but sit around and talk to the pitching coach and the catcher there and say, hey, you're a much better catcher out here in the bullpen than the guy we got behind the plate when we get in the game. <laughs> yeah, they do have a lot of free time out in the, the bullpen uh-huh. to talk among themselves. But uh, we, we won't know until – uh, after it is season or long after. Oh, we'll never know. They will never, we will never find out who why, the mole is, why this, this happened. Now, again, here's, here's my thing. It's all well and good, but if something else goes wrong, where do the fingers point this time? Because again, as you mentioned at Boston, three with Milwaukee, four with the Dodgers. Yep. Those That's are some tough series coming, coming up. up. Your next three are very tough. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if you go out there and lose nine out of those, eight, I'll say seven. I'll say seven because you got ten games. If you were to lose seven out of ten, Travis, where are the fingers Oof. going? Uh, for, for me, the – fingers would go to Marmol. I yeah. Because you can't I, I don't know who the next player is you pointed at. Right. Because you've already you've already used he's the new guy. That one's done. You can't do it again. You've already yeah. moved Wilson Contreras. Mm-hmm. And maybe look towards uh, another guy, uh, Mats, Flaherty maybe. I don't know. Who but else you know what the at. argument is too. Any anytime you argue about a starting pitcher being the reason, well, they only pitch once every five games. That's true. How how is it their fault that we're losing this many games if they're only pitching once every five games? Yeah, that's fair. To me, like you said, it's the manager. Mm-hmm. It's the manager at that point. But I think so. They are not going to do that. It's too no. early in the year to point fingers at your manager. Hmm. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, Travis, we're still May 10th. We are. There's a lot of baseball still in front of us. We are, yeah. I did see that uh, uh, tweet the other day of that we're like 20 or however many percent done through the baseball season. Yeah. And it went through the equivalent of each sport of what it was. Now, so. even though, as we said, Boston is – is a tough matchup pitching wise. I think you're you're doing okay. You got Paxton, Sale, and Kluber. Those three don't scare me as much as they would have three, four years ago. Yeah. But still, Boston in Boston is a different team than Boston in St. Louis. Yeah. And they've been playing better than yes. what some people yes. uh, thought. And, you know, Saturday's up in the air. Yeah, we're facing Chris Sale, but we got a Mats on the mound. So right. who really knows uh, yep. about that? Um, but, uh, you know, after the next three series that we got, it's the Reds, Guardians, and Royals squeezed in there for a couple games to end May. And then uh, Pittsburgh's at the beginning of June, and we know what the Pirates have done. Uh, lately, yeah, but they've also kind of came down third. Yes, who knows by June where they're at. Right, yeah. But uh, like you said, I don't think that we're all the way back here, but it's definitely a trend in the right direction, and you got to keep it going and see how much we can 
uh, the Cardinals can sustain mm-hmm. this. And again, 545 will be again the uh, pregame show coverage here. And then it's a, a day off, so we can uh, travel to uh, Boston. And uh, so uh, tune in later tonight to see what happens. Montgomery steal right here on 98.9 The Game. All right, so we'll turn things over to the local sports world and a baseball and a softball action from yesterday and get you set for the City Series and the schedule today coming up here on the Star Lineup. From the 98.9 The Game Studios, the starting lineup will be right back. If you served in the Vietnam, Gulf War, or post-9-11 eras, you may be eligible for expanded VA benefits. A new law, known as the PACT Act, provides disability compensation, health care, free toxic exposure screenings, and more to veterans who were exposed to toxins during their military service. You can submit a claim for your PACT Act-related benefits now. Claims received by August 10, 2023 may be paid back to August 10, 2022. Visit va.gov forward slash PACT to learn more and file your claim. You might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents, and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important, employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about commercial insurance products or learn more at PekinInsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. There are only three Northern White Rhinos left in the world, but together we can turn things around. Your support to the San Diego Zoo Global Wildlife Conservancy helps support groundbreaking solutions. Join us now at endextinction.org. Welcome to Ethos, a new kind of insurance company that believes life insurance should be hassle-free, affordable, and accessible for everyone. For around a dollar a day, I got a 20-year, $250,000 term life insurance policy without a medical exam. All I had to do was answer a few health questions and snap, family protected. It was quick and easy. Ethos is 100% online. I got a quote in seconds, applied in minutes, and got coverage in hours. Just answer a few health questions. No medical exam, no blood tests, no hassle. Look, nobody wants to plan for the unthinkable, but it would be so much worse to not plan at all. So don't put it off. It feels great having the peace of mind knowing that my family is protected. Ethos, the 100% online hassle-free way to get affordable life insurance. Don't wait. Get your free online quote now at ethoslife.com. That's E-T-H-O-S life.com. Discover credit cards automatically double all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year, which means... Wait, wait, wait. Hold up. Question for the audio engineer. Go ahead. Did I read that right? Discover automatically doubles all your cash back? Yeah, that's what the script says. So if I get a Discover card right now, I can earn twice the cash back. Apparently. Wait! Unlimited first year cash back match. Only from Discover. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash match. Lenny went to college and racked up huge debt. A little bit over $100,000. For a degree he couldn't use? Now what? I had a friend that went to my computer career and they talked to me about it. He was done in just months. I did do it online. They even helped him get hired immediately after graduation. One of the things I love about IT is that you can work from anywhere you want. You could become an IT pro in just months with zero experience at My Computer Career. It worked for me and I know it can work for you. It's not rocket science. It's mycomputercareer.edu. And now, 
and I also asked coach what can we expect from the FEM Hearts this season well I tell you what it's um, it's ironic I was talking with a couple people about that uh, it would help if I played the uh, right clip back to the starting lineup on 98.9 the game Welcome back in uh, to the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9 The Game. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry, hanging out with you. And uh, let's get into uh, some local baseball and uh, softball from uh, yesterday. And we'll first start off in uh, baseball, of course. And we'll start off with uh, Benton and uh, Totopolis as Benton defeated Totopolis by the final of 5-4 here. As Topless got a run in the first, and Benton got two in the uh, second inning to take a two to one uh, lead. But then the shoes tied it up at uh, two in the uh, second inning, and uh, Benton got runs in the fourth and uh, fifth inning, and also in the seventh as well to have the five to two lead. And the shoes tried to make a comeback. They scored two in the bottom of the seventh, but a comeback falls just a, a little bit short. Uh, there, Prummer takes the loss on the mound for Topless. He goes five innings, giving up seven hits, four runs, three walks, five Ks. Uh, Seamer came in and held things down and uh, got the final two innings of work, two hits, one run, and uh, four strikeouts uh, there. Four RBIs, Seamer had uh, two of them, and Waldoff and Repke had uh, the other ribs for the shoes. In other action, it was Altamont shutting out a Brownstown a St. Elmo seven to nothing here, as the Brownstown only was able to get one hit in this one. As Robbins pitched a terrific game, as he goes seven innings, all seven innings, giving up no runs, only one hit, and strike out twelve batters as well. Atwood it takes a loss on the mound. He goes four innings, giving up five runs, three hits, five Ks. On the mound as Altamont, they uh, scored and they scored two in the second, two in the third, one in the fourth, two more in the uh, fifth to get the uh, shutout victory. Atwood was the only uh, bomber to get a hit in uh, this one. And uh, Stimpy also had a home run and two RBIs to pace the offensive attack there for the Indians as they get the win there. It was North Clay in a comeback fashion, defeating Vandalia by the final of a 6-4. It was CHBC in the win over Marbury Grove, a 3-2. And it was Dietrich in the shutout of OPH, 3 to uh, nothing as Dietrich got runs in the first, third, and a fifth inning for their three. So they score three runs on five hits. Uh, Wessendorf gets the win on the mound. He goes the distance, going all seven innings, giving up four hits and uh, no runs, no walks, and uh, seven uh, strikeouts as well. Uh, two RBIs credited here for the Maroons. It was Hardick and Hall. It's credited for the RBIs for the Maroons. It was uh, the Father McGivney getting the win over Newton 7-2-0-1 as this one was close early and uh, Father McGivney kind of broke it open late uh, but Father McGivney takes the win. Marshall defeats Olney 6-2 floor over Mount Carmel 3-1 Lawrenceville over Paris 
Cumberland over Sarah Gordo, 15-9. Decatur St. Theresa over Decatur LSA, a 17-2-1. And I believe that I saw on uh, the uh, Twitter that that was the 1,000th uh, program win for St. T. And it was Salt Fork over Heritage, 11-2-1. Shelbyville over Pena, 13-2. Warrensburg Latham over Argenta, 2-1. Merle Forsyth over Clinton, 9 to zip Litchfield over Hillsborough, 11-1. Piasol overall in 10-zip. And it was Carlinville over New Berlin, 3-2. In softball action uh, from yesterday, it was Altamont getting the uh, shutout against Dietrich. And that one was by the final of 6-2-0. Here as Lemke goes the distance in the circle, she goes all seven innings and only gives up two hits and a strikeout 10 batters as well. And Niemerg started the game for Dietrich, and she went four innings in the circle, uh, taking the loss, giving up six runs. Three of them were earned, and she also had a three Ks in the game as well. It was uh, Mulberry Grove over CHBC, 12-2, and it was a Windsor's two straws, shutting out Cumberland, 10 to nothing. And I saw in the little line, it was Newton over Shelbyville, 9-0, Marshall over Alney, 9-5, Paris over Lawrenceville, 13-1. Lawrenceville also defeated Martinsville, 11-0. Mount Carmel over Washington, 20-4. It was FEM getting the win in a softball over Totopolis, 3-2. As both teams scored runs in the first, so it was tied at one. And then Totopolis picked up a run in the fifth, and FEM tied it right back up there in the bottom half of that inning. And we were tied there until the bottom of the sixth. And FEM gets a run there. Uh, Armstrong gets the win in the uh, circle. She goes all seven innings, giving up uh, four hits, couple runs. Only one of them was earned, one walk and eight strikeouts. And Gibson takes the loss in the circle for uh, the shoes. She goes all six innings, giving up seven hits, three runs, three walks, and three strikeouts. So uh, threes are wild uh, from that aspect. Uh, two RBIs, two of them came from Conkle. For the uh, shoes and uh, the uh, RBIs credited with Boone, Donaldson, and Jameson for the hearts. And it was Lincoln over Pontiac 2-1. to one. Muhammad uh, winning in a uh, shootout over Monticello 11-10. Champagne Central over St. T 19-2. Tolono Unity over Tuscola 15-2. Nothing. Vandelli over Ramsey 11-0. Hillsborough over Litchfield 10-1. Gillespie getting the win over Greenville, 12 to nothing, and Auburn over Carlinville, 7 to three. It was Piesall over East Alton Wood River, 13 to eight. And in tennis action, we had FEM getting the narrow victory over Newton, 5 to four, and St. Anthony wins over Flora by the final of six to three. And if you missed any of those, go to the website femrated.com and click on. The local sports tab and click on the local results there. And we also have the schedule for you for today's action. So let's take a look at that schedule, shall we? In baseball, it's Flora at North Clay. Olney is hosting South Central. Paris is at Nioga. Brownstown, St. Elmo, Ramsey, and Shelbyville. And Windsor's two straws. But the highlight there was the very first one as it's game one of three. Cross your fingers. Cross your fingers, yes. Weather pending on Friday. I haven't heard anything about adjusting the uh, schedule. Uh, But uh, game number one, CD Series tonight, both in baseball and softball. But it's a St. Anthony and Effingham. And this will be uh, 
at FEM's ballpark. I believe they play at Evergreen. Uh, they, I think they've switched things up on me since I've been in uh, school. But uh, it is FEM is the home team uh, tonight. Uh, I do know that, and that's at uh, seven o'clock. Saint Anthony, twenty-one and three on the season, and the Hearts fourteen and eleven on the uh, season. Always a great time. Any time mm-hmm. these two teams match up in uh, sports, but particularly uh, basketball is always fun with the atmosphere and baseball uh, as well with not one game, but we got three games, hopefully. Yes, and like you said, weather's nice tonight. If you're looking for something to do, head on out. And it seems like it's always that way. Mm-hmm. Sometimes more often than not, every other year, like rain's in the forecast. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, we either have to play a doubleheader one of the nights. Or don't or, get all three in. Or don't get all three in. So, yeah, I've been on the uh, right end of some uh, sweeps. I've gotten swept, and I have seen where we've tied because we haven't played the mm. uh, third game. So uh, hopefully we can get the uh, baseball uh, games in and uh, softball. They'll uh, start at 4, 430 and uh, it's, uh, I think it's at FEM as well, so it'll be there at the high school. And uh, St. Anthony comes in at 16-3, and and FEM at 17-8 and on the uh, campaign tonight as well for the uh, Softball City Series as well. Uh, little line it's uh, Casey at Heritage, Charleston uh, hosting Marshall, Mount Carmel at Robinson, uh, South Knox at Lawrenceville, and, uh, yep, I already had that one. Uh, Lincoln is at uh, Pleasant Plains. Uh, Oakwood at Tri-County. Danville Schlarman at Blue Ridge. South Fork against Tuscola. Warrensburg Latham at Williamsville. Hillsboro at Gillespie. And uh, Staunton at uh, Greenfield in uh, softball. Other than the, the uh, City Series matchup, it's Lawrenceville at Hudsonville. Westville at Marshall. Robinson hosting at Mount Carmel in a makeup from the other day, it's Charleston at Shelbyville, Warrensboro Latham at Argenta, Eureka at Clinton, Macon Meridian hosts Moreau Forsyth, Lincoln Prairie, it's Blue Ridge at Donovan in the South Central, it's Hillsborough at Gillespie, Aston at Greenfield, Piasol at Edwardsville, Litchfield against Father McGivney at Greenville at Oakville, North Mac at Pleasant Plains, and we also have a track meet scheduled today for Charleston uh, there for uh, boys and girls track and field. Uh, there this evening so uh, like Eric said not doing anything uh, tonight go check out the uh, city series beginning underway you can always go to the uh, softball game mm-hmm. first and then head on over to the uh, park district and catch the uh, baseball yeah. uh, game tonight. And just go support the local athletes. Just a nice double header yep. uh, action for the city uh, at least this evening weather wise looks awesome so uh, we'll be back to uh, tell you about it uh, tomorrow on tomorrow's show. But right now we got to turn things uh, back over to uh, Major League Baseball as we talked about the uh, Cubs and Cardinals. But what else happened elsewhere in the world of the uh, Major Leagues yesterday? Well, we'll tell you about it coming up next here on the uh, Starting Lineup. We'll be right back to the Starting Lineup on 98.9 The Game. We need to figure out what we're going to talk about the next segment. In 2020, Illinois had 270 motor vehicle accidents involving farm tractors or farm equipment. 
five of these resulted in a fatality. Hello, this is your Effingham County Sheriff Paul Coons. As we begin to see warm spring weather, farmers will be in the fields. As you go about your daily travels, remember, it only takes moments to overtake a farm tractor while you are traveling at highway speeds. Slow down and approach with caution when you meet a farm implement. Let's have a safe spring and consider the life you save could be your own. Planning meals or cooking, which do you dread more? This is Allie Weber at Modern Family Dinners with some great news. You never have to experience dinner dread when you let me do the planning, shopping, and cooking. I offer great tasting meal choices ready to reheat. There's never any waste because you decide how many portions and no dirty dishes. So after a busy day, turn dinner dread into delicious delight. Modern Family Dinners, less stress, more family time. See us online at modernfamilydinners.com. You might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents, and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important, employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about commercial insurance products or learn more at PekinInsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Will they find a home? Sponsored by Geico. Susan has always wanted to live in a chateau. I like a certain je ne sais quoi. While Jake is more into the Cape Cod style home. It's a classic look. Compromise is tough, but these two won't have to compromise when they bundle home and car insurance with Geico. It's easy and they can save even more. In the end, Susan and Jake found a Cape Cod style home where they will only speak French. Bonjour, je t'aime, uh, merci beaucoup, and uh, cordon bleu. You'll get better with time. Bundling without compromise at Geico.com. Wendy's $3 breakfast deal is a bacon or sausage egg croissant plus small seasoned potatoes for three bucks. It's the breakfast that don't miss. So if you did miss Wendy's breakfast, don't imagine fresh cracked eggs, sizzling sausage, crispy bacon, and block out those hot, buttery, flaky croissants. Croissants don't really make a sound, but if they did, for breakfast that don't miss, Wendy's is that breakfast. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's $3 breakfast deal. Limited time only. Participating U.S. Wendy's. Select a request $3 breakfast deal to obtain discount. Not valid for a la carte combo orders. And now, so we teased it all show. Eric, break the news. Eric, are you there, my friend? The starting lineup. Okay, we have uh, has uh, left the call, so we have dropped Eric. So, unfortunately, we will uh, have to stick around next week. On 98.9 The Game. Eric Fry, Sports Center Update. St. Louis City SC were eliminated from the U.S. Open Cup after a 2-1 loss to Chicago Fire FC at Toyota Park. Remember, uh, Chicago Fire just fired their coach, and they were still able to beat City. City surrendered a goal in the third minute of the match and gave up another one in the 75th minute. St. Louis's only goal came in the third minute of extra time. At the end of the match, St. Louis returns to MLS play with a regular season match against Chicago. On Saturday, Alex Caruso is earning recognition for his defense. The Bulls guard was named to the 2022-23 NBA All-Defensive First Team yesterday. It's the first time Caruso has earned an All-Defensive Team selection. He becomes the first Bulls player to earn a first team spot since Joakim Noah in 2014. Caruso averaged one and a half steals and nearly a block per game in his 67 appearances. The Colts continue to add to their receiving corps as, according to his agent, former Green Bay Packer wide receiver 
Yuan Winfrey has agreed to a one-year deal with Indianapolis. The former sixth-round pick out of Colorado spent his first season in the NFL with the Denver Broncos before joining the Green Bay Packers in 2020. As part of its practice squad, Winfrey has caught nine passes for 75 yards in 15 career games. A legendary Louisville basketball coach passed away. Denny Crum died on Tuesday at the age of 86. Crum led the Cardinals two national titles in 80 and 86 and made six Final Four appearances as a head coach. who's recognized for his achievements in 1994 when he was inducted into the Hall of Fame. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup. It's Travis Sparks here. Eric Fry with the uh, sports on our hits there. Spent 30 years at Louisville. Yeah. Was 675 and 295. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Yep. R.I.P. Yep. To that uh, legendary coach for sure. All right. So uh, let's hit up on uh, some uh, Major League Baseball from uh, yesterday. We opened up the show with the uh, Cubs A and the Cards, but what happened elsewhere? Let's whip around rest of the major leagues it was the uh, guardians getting the shutout of the uh, tigers two to nothing thanks to a six strong innings from uh, shane bieber striking out on a nine which is a, a season uh, high for mr bieber it was baltimore getting the win over the or over the arrays of four to two it was the rockies sending another loss to the pirates their eighth loss in the last nine games for pittsburgh and Colorado won this one a ten to one, so Pirates are really stumbling mm-hmm. here as of late. And speaking of the team that's also stumbling, it's the Mets. They have the same record as the Cubs. Yeah. They're seventeen and nineteen, and they've lost twelve of their last fifteen games. Yeah. So uh, they lost this one yesterday to the Reds, seven to six. And also the manager Buck Showalter got ejected. For the first time this season. Hmm. Trying to fire up the team. Trying. But they still lost. Yep. To the race. Luke Weaver. I think his ERA got worse. And he still won. Oh, that's not 7.36 ERA for Mr. Luke. Uh, the Phillies, they got the win over the uh, Blue Jays 8-4. to It was the Yankees and Aaron Judge's return uh, to uh, the uh, lineup. And uh, they won this one 10-5. to over the uh, A's, and it was the uh, uh, someone had three home runs last night for the uh, Yankees. I think it's either that or I did see someone that is someone that we've talked to on the uh, program before. Did you know that Spencer Patton is back in the league? I didn't know. Yeah, he's with the A's. Nice. Mm-hmm. Gave up a home run last night. He's though. a nice guy. Yeah. Very cool guy. What? I didn't know that he was back in the league. What team? Days. It's uh, a bad team to be on. Hey, at least it's the major leagues. He told us that's that true. his uh, career is hopefully wasn't done. Yep. And he was looking to get back there. Yep. And, but well, back congratulations to last getting night. back to the show. Yeah, I had a rough outing last night, but uh, the worst outing uh, so far after I think he's only appeared in three or four games. Mm. Uh, this season, but I uh, just wanted to uh, shout yes, him out. Yes, please. Uh, there, I uh, saw him last night. Uh, the uh, Braves, uh, they uh, won over the uh, Red Sox 9-2-3. Uh, it was the White Sox 4-2 over the uh, Royals. Dodgers get the win over the uh, Brewers 6-2. Uh, to uh, Noah Syndergaard left early in uh, this one, and the Dodgers still got the win. Uh, Padres is 6-1 to over the uh, Twins. Three errors in the uh, seventh inning for Minnesota. 
cost them and San Diego gets the win. Astros get the win over the Angels uh, 3 2 1. And that was the first loss for Shohei Otani uh, this year, but it's okay. 4 on 1, 2.74 ERA. Uh, Valdez kind of, uh, uh, Valdez kind of outdueled him. He went eight innings, struck out 12 Angel batters. Uh, Otani, he went seven innings, giving up six hits, three runs. He struck out seven batters of his own, but uh, Valdez gets the win in that matchup. It's the Marlins over the uh, Diamondbacks, uh, six to two. Uh, Julio Soler goes deep twice for the Miami Marlins. It was the uh, Mariners over the uh, Rangers of so five to uh, nothing, and it was the uh, Giants over the Nationals, four to one. Sending Patrick Corbin to his fifth loss. And he only gave up one home run last night. I know. I was very upset. Because <laughs> it wasn't either of our guys. It Spoiler. was not. Spoiler. It was not, but it was uh, when I saw who hit the home run, I was like, who's that? Oh, it was a guy that made his uh, Major League debut. Hey, great way to make uh, your debut. Casey Smith uh, was his name, and he homered in the game, and his family uh, was in attendance, so it was uh, nice to see their reaction. They were smitten uh, with him. To his uh, first career uh, home run and his debut. So uh, what a nice moment for him. Yes, absolutely a nice moment. And uh, I would have picked him if I knew that he was making his debut. Right. Because everyone knows. I wasn't in on the uh, yeah. Giants-Nationals game last no. night, apparently. Sorry. All right. Uh, but before we move on to today's games, Travis. Yep. Can we talk about the uh, the Twins really quickly? What happened with the Twins? And more so, Mr. Carlos Correa. Mm-hmm. What did he do? Well, he got booed for going 0 for 5. His batting average now is 185, and he stranded, he himself, stranded six runners on base in their 6-1 to loss to the Padres on Tuesday night. He said that, and, and the crowd booed. The crowd booed. And uh, this was in Minnesota. And uh, he said that he absolutely heard the booing that followed his last two plate appearances. He said, I'd boo myself, too, with the amount of money I'm making. If I'm playing like that, Correa said, um, you know, obviously he signed that six-year, $200 million contract after he didn't go to the Giants or the Mets. Mm -hmm. So there's not an injury like last year. Mm. He says, obviously, the boos are acceptable. It's part of the game, part of sports. Fans want production, and fans want a team that's going to compete out there and win games. It's to be expected when you play poorly, but at the same time, the work doesn't stop. I'm going to keep working, keep focusing on the things I can control, and the results will come. So, Travis, they're, the, the, the Twins are 19-17. and 17. They still lead the AL Central by two games, but obviously, they are not happy with their uh, the shortstop, or at least the fans are not happy with their shortstop. Uh, Joey Gallo also, by the way, on that team, his hitless streak is now 25 straight at bats, um, but he did single on uh, Tuesday, so that's good. Um, Jose Miranda was 2-for-21 on their road trip last week, but Correa is making $32 million this year. That's the sixth largest position player salary in the majors. He mm -hmm. already basically told you he didn't want to be here. You were his third right. option. Right. If this keeps up... <laughs> He just came back to your team because everywhere else he everyone failed else the physical. He, goes, he failed physicals. <laughs> so again, if I'm a fan and I'm seeing this, man, get out of here. I don't want you here. Yeah, I think the boos are definitely justified. I think they're gonna get worse. 
if he doesn't turn it around. I think even if he turns around. Mm. I'm surprised it took this long for them to start booing him. Yeah. Because it's kind of... All right. We are in the spring, which means we are in prom season. So this is kind of like you have a boyfriend or a girlfriend, a significant other. But they ask someone else to prom. And that other person says no. So then they ask another person to go to prom. And they say no. And then they're like, all right, I guess I'll come back to you because you're my you're my last choice here. I already know you. We've already been together. Like, yeah. this is this is old reliable kind of thing. So uh, we'll just stay yeah. here. Like, as that jilted person, how long are you going to stick around with them? Not very long. Right. I guess if uh, if you love that person enough, you would. Well, Maybe it's not the where your love should be, but yeah, you know that's what happens. I I think Travis, this is a bold prediction. Are you ready? Uh huh. Twins out of the running by the the deadline. Don't say it. He's gonna get traded. No, he's not gonna get traded. He's gonna get traded. No, he's not. He's he makes too much to money. Be, he's gonna ask to be traded. I mean, maybe. Will he? Different story. But, but he will at least ask to be traded because he already does not want to be there. But then no other team will sign you. The Giants were more than willing. The Mets were more than willing. Now, obviously, know, they've spent money other places. I don't think the Giants have. No, but, I mean. There's a team in St. Louis who could use a. I don't want this guy. <laughs> I didn't want him to begin with. Which means front man, front office will trade him for Contreras. There you go, Travis. Jeez. <sighs> That's what your cardinal I front office not. will do with the way they're going right now. I, I hope not, but hey, the front office would do that because uh, Contreras looks like uh, the uh, good guy in the uh, f- uh, fan base's eyes, mm-hmm. uh, at least. Uh, the Yankees and A's are already underway. The Rockies and Pirates are also already underway. They're already in the second inning. Mm. Uh, Tigers and Guardians still going. Uh, Kershaw going for the uh, Dodgers against Wade Miley. Um, Luis Castillo going for the uh, Mariners. Uh, Zach Wheeler going for the uh, Phillies. Um, let's see here. Any other good pitching matchups? Verlander on the mound for the uh, Mets. Uh, Lance Lynn. For the uh, White Sox, uh, Pablo Lopez for the uh, Twins uh, game uh, tonight. So we'll see if Carlos Correa gets booed mm-hmm. this evening. But right now we're running out of time, so we're up against the clock. So we need to hit up on the uh, playoffs, the NBA playoffs, and a Stanley Cup coming up here on the starting lineup to close it out. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. Cooking out for a cause. Teutopolis State Bank is hosting our annual community cookout this Friday from 11 till 6 at our Teutopolis and Sigal locations. All donations will benefit El Shaddai Homes, a local nonprofit that will provide long-term maternity housing, live-in support, parenting education, life skills, counseling, and more for pregnant women and their babies. Plan to stop by our Teutopolis or Sigal location this Friday from 11 till 6 and enjoy a hamburger, pork burger, or hot dog with chips, cookies, and drinks. We hope to see you there. My husband eats 
just like a 10-year-old. He always goes grocery shopping with me, but he never makes it down the aisle without grabbing a can of beefaroni. He has in his head, it's diet food, and he's not going to touch it. Except for, I am eating better grades of meat, better fruits, just fresh, beautiful food. He had fried some prepackaged, God knows what's in them, hamburgers, and he needed the oven for his tater tots. He was standing there when I took my famous burger meatloaf out of the oven, and he's holding his tray of frozen potato things, glaring at my meatloaf. So I said, it's diet food, you know. And he went, can I have some? And I said, no, you don't want any of that. Later on, we're back at the grocery store again, and he decides he's going to start eating my diet food because it looks so good. You want to get in on eating real food and losing weight at the same time? Check out PlanZDiet.com. If you don't know someone on this diet yet, you will soon. PlanZDiet.com. And now... Like, I love the movie Draft Day. It's one of my top five favorite movies of all time. No joke. The start of Inception. You got four with Draft Day. Oh, The Godfather. Now that that is a worthy top ten movie right there. Yep, I'll give you that for sure. I got one from Travis out of five. Yep. Yeah, I'll give you that one. <laughs> On 98.9 The Game. Back here on the uh, Stardom lineup, here on 98.9 The Game. We're only here for a little bit longer on uh, Terrestrial Radio, so don't have a lot of time to get to uh, the uh, Stanley Cup playoffs and the NBA playoffs, but uh, let's cover what we can here in the uh, Stanley Cup playoffs from uh, last night. Hurricanes really put it on them. Yep. Uh, they scored a six unanswered as uh, Devils Hughes got on the board early, but then it was all Hurricanes after that five in the uh, second period for uh, Carolina as they take the stranglehold on the series three to one. O V E R Travis, this one's over. And uh, yeah, it took the uh, air out of the building uh, last night for sure. Six to one final score. Uh, may just be over. And the Stars also put a six spot on Eric's Kraken with four in the uh, second period as they even up the series. We're tied at a two games apiece. Don't want to talk about it. For Mr. Eric. That was a disappointing one. Disappointing one. He could have took a 3-1. Yep. Now it's a best of three. Mm Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens. Going forward in game number five on a Thursday. Uh, but game's happening tonight. Can the Maple Leafs get swept after they wanted Florida? They got them, and they lead 3-0. Yep. See if the Panthers can complete the sweep. This will be this will be finished tonight. Ooh, it's uh, in Florida. This will be finished tonight. A bold prediction there. And the uh, Knights against the Oilers. Vegas took the game the other night, and they lead the series 2-1. Uh, you need Connor McDavid to show up. Yeah, you Edmonton. need like he did in game two. Yep. And dries the idol. So. I, I think Edmonton will get this one, Travis. I don't see them going down 3-1 at home. Yeah. Yep, I can definitely uh, see that, but hmm, Maple Leafs, what are you doing? Let me down. Getting swept by uh, the Panthers. The eight seed. Uh, 
it may just be over. We'll, we'll see tonight. Uh, action from the uh, NBA playoffs from last night. The 76ers, this game, uh, again, one game the 76ers look good. The next game they look bad. Celtics look good. Then they look bad. And it was the 76ers and a Joel Embiid, 33 points and 115-103 win over the Celtics last night. And it was also the uh, uh, Tyron Maxey yes. game as well. 30 points from yep. the guy. Six, uh, 12 from three. And the other thing, Travis, is uh, James Harden. Tyrese James Harden Maxey. was a conductor for this offense. As Philadelphia shot 10 of 17 off his passes. Yeah. So when he's not putting points up, that's a good thing. Yeah, so Sixers. 3-2 series lead. But the last three times the Sixers had a 3-2 lead in the conference uh, semis, they've lost all mm. series. Not just the game, all of the series that they were up 3-2. Wow. So they've gone 12 straight playoff appearances without reaching the conference finals. And Doc Rivers has the third worst win percentage in series clinchers. Yep, that's right. So <laughs> if you're Boston, it's not all over yet. Yeah, Doc, Doc has that... Uh, Bad juju uh, on him. And the Nuggets, they take the 3-2 to series lead as well, and they won this one on the back of Jokic's triple-double, 29 points, 13 rebounds, 12 assists, and the Nuggets win 118-102 to to lead 3-2 in uh, that series. He becomes one of only two players, Travis, to have 300-plus points, 100-plus rebounds, and 75-plus assists in their first 10 playoff games. The only one is Oscar Robertson, and he has more points more assists, and four less rebounds than Oscar Robinson. Right. And what's fascinating about that is, you know, Oscar's a guard, mm-hmm. and Jokic is obviously a center, and he passed Will Chamberlain for the most triple-doubles yep. by a center in NBA playoff history. And uh, Jokic was speaking to the inside the NBA guys after the game on uh, TNT, and he asked if Shaq was on that list for triple-doubles, and he said, no, I never passed. That's true. So That is true. That's uh, one thing, yeah. You dump it down the shack. You think he's giving it up? No, no, no. no. Diesel's going straight up. That's right. Uh, with it, and probably going to the line, and not and missing a free throw. And that. We'll see if tonight, if uh, two series will come to a close as well. Heat up three-one over the Knicks in New York. I don't think it will close tonight, Travis. I'll give the Warriors one. Mm-hmm. They are back at home. Yep. I would agree. I think the Knicks are done. Knicks are toast. Yep. Yeah, I think so too. But I, I, I think Heat will win. I give the Lakers one here at home. Hmm. Yeah, I would, uh, I would agree with that. Um, Heat moving on tonight, and uh, the Warriors stay alive for one more game. I saw there at the uh, side there on uh, first take this morning, no Stephen A. Smith, but uh, J.J. Redick was all over uh, the uh, television show, and he also interviewed for the Raptors coaching job as well. Sources told Woj Hmm. on Wednesday. I didn't hear them talking about that on first take this morning, but maybe I just missed that uh, part of the uh, program. But J.J. all over it uh, without Stephen A. Uh. uh, this morning. So, but could become a head coach. There you go. Hmm. We'll have to see if that's what he wants in his future. Probably have to stop his podcast then. Oh, well, you can't do that. Can't do that. You got no. sponsors. Yeah. You got DraftKings to worry about and whatnot. But 
Uh, we'll see what comes of that, and we'll see if two series come to a close tonight and possibly make it a third with the uh, Panthers and uh, Maple Leafs. And we'll talk about it tomorrow, and we're out of here for the uh, day, and we'll catch you in the uh, podcast. More stuff to talk about, including the NFL schedule leaks coming up. And coming up next here on ESPN Radio is uh, Fitz and Harry, so enjoy. Thanks for listening to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome back in to the starting lineup. Welcome to overtime of the uh, starting lineup. Coming up for you, you got the uh, NFL schedule leaks for the Black Friday game matchup and the international games uh, have leaked out as well. So we'll hit up on that. A couple of random news and notes here on the uh, side of ESPN headlines and this date in uh, sports history. All coming up, but first, before we get there, is there anything that you wanted to clean up from SportsCenter? Yeah, just a couple of uh, things. Uh, college football playoff national champion Georgia Bulldogs have declined an invitation to the White House. In a statement, the school said it received the invite earlier this month to make the visit June 12th. That date is, quote, not feasible given the student-athlete calendar and time of year, end quote. So We cannot miss spring practice, that's weightlifting right. you days. You know that's what it is, Travis. We cannot. That's what it is. We can't miss this an hour of training is bigger than yep. a day at the white house that's right that's right uh the so a's, thank you but no thanks the oakland a's are now planning to build their future las vegas ballpark at the current site of the tropicana yes the casino hotel would be demolished to make room for the 30,000 seat 1.5 billion dollar retractable roof stadium the a's entered into agreement with bally corporation the owner of the tropicana on tuesday the new agreement for the land on the strip comes just weeks after the A's entered into an agreement for land just west of the strip. The A's needed $500 million in public funding from the Nevada legislature to build on the initial site, but the Tropicana site will only require $395 million in public funding. So definitely a better deal for the state of Nevada. They're going to get a baseball team for cheaper, and it's going to be right on the strip. Travis, you a fan of that? <laughs> Uh, right they'll the have strip. to tear down the hotel, though. Hotel and casino. Yeah, the Tropicana, a kind of, you know, iconic. It's pretty famous yeah. one. But it's Bally's, so we all know Bally. They know what they're doing. I don't know if it's the same Bally's, but. I say, didn't they, didn't people, Bally Sports, go bankrupt? Yeah. <laughs> or something. Uh, that we were still trying to. That's. I, I think they're tied in together. I don't know. Oh, I, got that. I know they got their fingerprints all over Valley the city Corporation. of St. Louis. Gaming, betting, and interactive entertainment company headquartered in Providence, Rhode Island. Yes, Providence. I always think of, when I think of Bally's and I think of, uh, no, they are not in, it's not the same ones. I didn't figure so. But they acquired the Monkey Knife Fight, the third largest daily fantasy sports operator in the U.S. Monkey Knife Fight. In July, it acquired the Association of Volleyball Professionals. Hmm. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. 
November 2020, Bally's entered into a long-term media partnership with Sinclair Broadcasting Group, which would include the rebranding of its Fox Sports Network regional sports networks under the Bally brand in a 10-year deal. So, yes, this is the same Bally's. Hmm. I mean, that's why the A's paid them $900 million or whatever it was. Maybe. Hmm. Odd. Yes. Very odd. And finally, Dodgers star Mookie Betts isn't staying at the same hotel as his teammates during this week's road trip in Milwaukee. That's because he refuses to stay in a 130-year-old hotel that's reportedly haunted. The Fester Hotel has long been the subject of alleged hauntings and other creepy situations. Betts, who has stayed at the hotel in the past, has instead chosen to rent an Airbnb with a group of friends this time around. Travis, is this about him not being is, is this about him being scared or he wanted an excuse to go rent an Airbnb with his buds? <laughs> Come on. It's uh it's a funny story there. I saw that. It's not about him being scared. He stayed at this hotel before. It's an excuse yeah, for he him. Yeah, he couldn't sleep. It's an excuse for him to go hang out with his buds. It's haunted. It's an excuse for him to hang out with his buds. Potentially, I mean, didn't he just go on paternity leave? So probably doesn't have a lot of time to hang out anymore, especially yeah, so with baseball and now baseball a and babies. Yeah. So maybe. Yeah, he just wants to hang out with his buddies, get a day away. Just afraid of a couple of ghosts. I ain't afraid of no ghosts. Would you stay at the hotel? Sure. All right, let's look on setting it up. I'm I'm looking into uh, the the history of this hotel and why it's haunted. What what makes it? I have kind of heard something about a hotel in that area. Mm. It doesn't say anything. It's on the National Registry of Historic Places. So there's that, I guess. I'm sure there's a deeper haunting. Well, Travis, story. I can see what the issue is: is that you can stay at a room at this place online for $189. That's just not enough for a ball player. <laughs> not good enough. Not good enough. Hmm. Seems pretty reasonable to me. I mean, I'd, like mean. I said, I'd stay there. All right, we'll try to set things, set things up. Next time there. I mean, I would never go to Milwaukee. So. Let's see, when is the next Cubs series in Milwaukee? Let's see where we can send... Eric here on assignment. Three blocks away from the shores of Lake Michigan. Okay. A famed hotel is one of the haunted locations in Wisconsin. Arguably one of the most haunted hotels in the country. It's a historic landmark in Milwaukee, which is the home of professional baseball and basketball teams whenever they are in town. Major League Baseball players report a wide range of paranormal activity when they stayed in the hotel. Some of the things they report are electric anomalies, object manipulations, and apparitions. Adrian Beltre. A player for the, as this website says, LS Dodgers, has said in Sports Illustrated that he heard knocking on the hallway and on his door. He went out to investigate, but found no one. Later, he saw the air conditioning and television switch on and off by themselves. When he was sleeping, he was awakened by pounding noises from behind his headboard. He was so scared that he took a bat with him to bed for protection. He was only able to sleep for two hours during his three-night stay. Carlos Gomez, another baseball player for the Minnesota Twins, also experienced something paranormal a day before his big game. He heard disembodied voices, then saw his iPod switch on by itself. The iPod then began vibrating widely, uh, wildly and almost fell to the floor. Put the iPod back on the table when it started doing the same thing again. Mm. Hmm. They feel that it is the uh, 
people who have seen an aberration of an elderly gentleman thought to be the spirit of none other than the hotel's founder, Charles Fister, walking the halls. Mm. Haunted. So, uh, what are you doing on July 4th weekend? You want to go to Milwaukee? No, I have other plans. Well, that's the next Cubs and Brewers series in Milwaukee, July 4th. I I don't understand. I mean, there's wireless. Weekend. It's Monday, Tuesday. Yeah. Wednesday. There's wireless internet service. There's safes in every room, Travis. There's feather bed toppers and blankets, 24-hour movies, and valet parking. I mean, what's wrong with this place? There's nothing wrong with it. I guess uh, there's ghosts in the hallways and stuff, so... That could you can be stay at a king room for two fifty nine. Mm. You can stay on Sunday night and go to the game on Monday afternoon, and you know, or on July fourth and stay in Milwaukee and watch the fireworks. Well, whoever is roomed with me or next to me is going to be annoyed because I'm just going to play the Ghostbusters theme all night long. <laughs> just keep that thing cranked up. Ray Ray Crocker will help me. There you go. Let's set this up. Let's, I don't think let's that's him. Ray Crocker, I think, discovered McDonald's. <laughs> mm, I don't know. But I did I did see that story on Twitter. Ray Parker. That's who does the Ghostbusters song. Mm, there you go. Ray that's Crocker's the guy. McDonald's, yes. That's I'll have him come with me. We'll reach out to him and see if he can come with me. You do that. Yeah. Try to get this thing going. With Okay. Hold on. Before we get off this subject real quick, with as many paranormal shows that there are out there, and it seems like there's a new one every day of the ghost hunting and ghost blah, 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 why haven't they gone to this place if it's this haunted? They may have. Then the players shouldn't be worried about anything anymore. It's still there. They haven't... They just go there and see if it's haunted. They don't chase Someone the ghost out. Someone call Bill Murray. It's in Milwaukee. That's not far away from Chicago. Someone call Bill Murray. Have him sure. help. Is there a golf course nearby? Oh, there, Milwaukee there has to be. Get Dan or Aykroyd up there as well. Sure there is. Half of the Ghostbusters. And you can, you know what, throw in Melissa McCarthy from the new ones. You got you got all of the Ghostbusters there. We don't talk about the new no, ones. No, we don't. No, thank you. Hard pass. Yep. On that one. Uh, all right. Well, a couple of the other news and notes on the side here before we get to the uh, schedule leaks and this date in sports history. Uh, PJ Championship for the uh, uh, golf world will not have Tiger Woods in it. He will not make an appearance. He's not going to be there uh, as he recovers from ankle surgery. And uh, Jordan Spieth, even though he had a left uh, wrist injury, he withdrew from the uh, Byron Nelson. But he is on the entry list for the uh, PGA Championship. So uh, he might play next weekend at Oak Hill Country Club in Pittsford, New York. So hmm. the 18th through the 21st. So that is Well, there goes weekend. my reason for watching. Hmm. Spieth needs a PGA Championship to complete the uh, Grand Slam, so that's probably why he is going to be playing. Uh, he said in a statement on Twitter on Monday that he experienced severe pain in his left wrist over the weekend. He said doctors confirmed an injury that requires rest and limited movement and added that it would be assessed week to week. Also on the entry list, uh, defending champion Justin Thomas, uh, Wills out of Taurus in a playoff 
last year he did. So, uh, of course, Zalatoris not in this year yep. because of a surgery. Uh, so he won't be there as well. The field does anticipate to include Taylor Gooch, when the past two live golf events will be joined by several other live participants, including Phil Mickelson and Brooks Kepka, DJ Bryson DeChambeau, Cam Smith, and Roy McElroy as well. And uh, Bryson DeChambeau. Have you seen this guy lately? No, I haven't. He looks completely different. Uh, well, not completely different, but definitely has had a change. Uh, in his uh, body hmm. uh, there. So he looks uh, not yep. like he's kind of shrunk. Kind of That's what it looks like to me. Does he still drive the ball 400 yards? Cause that's all he could do anyways. I don't know. He participates and lives, so yeah. I don't really ever watch him. So. I don't have the CW. So. <laughs> Apparently no one else does as well. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, and then uh, our friend, our former friend from Michigan, uh, Hunter Dickinson, I yeah. uh, went on his round ball podcast on a Tuesday and uh, said one of the reasons why he left for Kansas is that he wasn't making six figures at Michigan. Ah, well. Uh, the people, he said, the people hating on me would leave their job right now for a $10,000 increase. I got uh, I got at Michigan less than six, six figures. I got less than six figures at Michigan for the year. So guess just you can't get six figures so i'm out yep i'm out of here can't do it anymore (sighs) he said i still love michigan i still love the school and everything i love the program that's why it was so hard to leave because i really didn't want to leave i didn't but i just felt like man it was the right decision for me took a lot of courage i don't think people realize how much courage it took for a guy who was there for three years an all-american who couldn't beat illinois i don't have a legacy i have a legacy there and i basically gave that up to try to be selfish and do what's best for me and my career not what's best for anyone else's uh career uh, because uh, kansas won't be playing illinois this year so Mm -hmm. they won't be taking a loss yep who knows? Maybe in a Maui Invitational or a possibly Champions Champions Classic tournament or, or something uh, of that nature, like we did out in Vegas this year. We could see uh, our old buddy Hunter again. Is he your buddy? Oh yes, he's everyone's buddy everyone's from Champagne. We love Hunter Dickinson. Yep, it's our favorite. Yep, but just couldn't make six figures, so I he's mean. out of there. To Kansas, rough life. Rough life for college basketball players at Michigan. Man, what did he, what like. would he have done before NIL? I I don't know. I just stay at Michigan. He probably would have. Ugh. Stay another year. All right. So uh, the uh, NFL schedule release won't be uh, official until tomorrow night, and it's a big deal. It's being carried on uh, uh, television. It's even getting some radio coverage. As well, I've seen, uh, but there's always been already been some leaks to the uh, schedule, including the NFL's first Black Friday game. As of course, it's going to be none other than the Miami Dolphins and the New York Jets. Oh yeah. So, yeah. Uh, the story game was announced on Wednesday. It'll be uh, Jets will be the home team there at MedLife on November 24th. It's slated for a 3 p.m. Eastern. Start time on Black Friday. Amazon has the rights to the game, 
but it will provide free access for all fans streaming exclusively on a Prime video. Mm. So, um, there was that game. Here's my take on it, Travis, and I know Jets-Dolphins is not really a sexy matchup. I mean, I guess it's Tua and Aaron Rodgers. Mm -hmm. But by November, are these two teams still going to be in a playoff hunt? Probably, maybe. Wild cards? Wild card? And and Jets, possibly. I mean, I don't know. You still have the Bills in that division. so. But at least wild card, right, for one of them? Yeah. Do you know why this is a great idea? Why? What happens in New York the day before Black Friday? I don't know. The parade. Macy's. So you already have a ton of people in town. Yeah. Why wouldn't they want to catch an NFL game, even if they're not a Jets fan, even if they're not a Dolphins fan, just to be at an NFL game? It's the day after, so you don't have to change any plans for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Well, you might. You just have to go to New York. But what I'm saying is if you're there to see the parade. I guess. Do people really travel far and wide yeah. for the parade anymore? Yeah. They still do. I haven't watched the uh, Macy's Day Parade or any parade in quite a few years. I'm looking this up. Oh, no, I believe you, Bob. Uh, also, some other holiday games were announced as well. Giants and Eagles on a Christmas Day, and the uh, Bengals and Chiefs will be on New Year's Eve. 33 million people, Travis. 33 million. Mm. In the Manhattan streets. Well, count me as not one of those 33 million. Uh, I didn't say you were, but I'm just saying, what are the odds that some of them are football fans? Out of 3 million, what did I say? 3 million? Yeah, 3 million people. Out of 3 million people, would you say probably a minimum 500,000 are football fans? Probably. So why wouldn't you want to catch an NFL game while you're in town? Yeah, I guess so. That's all I'm saying. I, I think it's a good thing to schedule a New York team for that Black Friday. Yeah. Because you already have an influx of people there. And, you know, it's the the Jets. You figure they're probably going to get a lot of primetime action. All of it. Um, this season. Uh, some other uh, leaked games uh, here were the international games and the Jags have two of them of course and it looks like they'll be playing in London in back-to-back weeks here as the uh, Falcons and Jags will match up at Wembley on October 1st and then on October 8th the Jags match up with the Bills at uh, Tottenham Hotspurs uh, Stadium in London so that's going to give the Jags a little bit of advantage that they don't have to travel there that's on October 1st the Falcons and October 8th the Bills. Hmm. Hmm. And uh, the uh, Ravens and Titans will match up on October 15th. And uh, also in that same building in Tottenham Hotspurs. And uh, November 5th, we have two games in uh, Germany. As it's uh, the Dolphins and uh, Chiefs on November 5th. And November 12th, the Colts match up with the Patriots. All right. As well, so there you go. In Europe. Yay. 
Uh, Dolphins, Chiefs. We got to go all the way to uh, Germany to see a Tyree Kill match up with his former team. Oh, well, that's a bummer. Hmm. Uh, the first, f- the five European games will all begin at 9:30 a.m. Eastern, so 8:30 here. Mark will mark the most the NFL has had scheduled in a single season. Hmm. So pretty much all of the in the morning. Wake up with some football. Wake up with some football. Hmm. Not a fan still. Don't like <laughs> it. Uh, I mean, make sure you gotta fit, set your fantasy lineups. But uh, other than that, I kind of like starting the day off with some uh, football. Maybe not some Jags and Falcons football. I was just, hey, with that football, Travis. Ravens and the Titans. I mean, the Jags aren't a uh, complete laughingstock like they used to be. We'll see where in November the Colts and Patriots are. We'll see. Yeah. The see Jags only turned it on the, the last half deal. of the season. Hmm. It did. So you're saying it's uh, maybe a, a fluke. I didn't say that. I just said they're a better second half team. <laughs> so when's the game scheduled for? International games for the Jags are October 1st and 8th. Yeah, that's way too early in the season for them to be playing good football. I guess so. So, uh, the rest of the uh, NFL schedule will probably be leaked out before the the end of the day. uh, Thursday at 7 o'clock will be the uh, full release there. So, uh I'm not quite sure if the if that was supposed to be a home game for the Dolphins or Chiefs, but I know that the Chiefs were scheduled to be in uh, Germany uh, this year, and they were trying to decide what game uh, that they wanted there. And if that's a home game, that's probably a disappointment for uh, some of the fans uh, here in the states mm-hmm. of uh, not getting to see Tyreek uh, Hill and get to boo him yep. as he throws up the deuces while he scores touchdowns uh, there. Um, we'll see where the uh, schedule uh, falls yep. tomorrow night. So we'll have to get ready. Talk for about it, it on uh, Friday, and uh, also jam pack Friday. Yeah, it will be a uh, jam pack Friday, and also there was a couple of other things that uh, Schefter uh, tweeted out uh, the other day that uh, about the uh, schedule uh, that I found interesting. Uh, one of the things that was uh, interesting was that uh, the uh, – yeah, here we go. Uh, let's see. Games don't necessarily belong to networks anymore. All games mm-hmm. are free agents. So uh, in the uh, NFC, we always saw the Bears, Packers, yep. Cowboys, and teams like that uh, on Fox. Well, it doesn't necessarily mean that they'll be on Fox and the Packers, you know, or – uh, the Patriots, I can remember Tom Brady all the time being on CBS yes. with uh, Jim Nance. But, uh, so I think that's kind of uh, cool that basically they're not married to networks anymore. You like that? Yeah, I like. I don't. I like seeing you know more. Let's see more Chiefs games on Fox. Let's see more NFC teams on CBS. No, I like the a- the AFC being on. CBS and the 
Fox games have in the NFC and the only crossovers being the primetime games. Hmm. Yeah, I like that. Uh, teams can play on Thursday night football twice, and not all teams are guaranteed to have a, a primetime game unlike in years past. Mm. So a couple of things to look out for for the uh, schedule release tomorrow night. Yep. So we'll check on that on Friday. All right. So the thing to uh, close out the, the uh, podcast with is uh, this date in sports history. All righty. We got three things today, Travis. Uh, we'll start 1999. Nomar Garcia Parra hit two grand slams in the same game, plus a two-run home run. So he drove in 10 runs, becoming the first AL player to do so since 1975. Mm. On this day in 1970, Travis, Bobby Orr scores a flying goal in overtime to win the Bruins' first Stanley Cup in 29 years. That's a famous shot, isn't it? What's that? Bobby Orr, flying oh, goal yeah. in overtime. Yeah, it's an iconic Happened shot. on this day back in 1970 mm, when the wow. Bruins their first Stanley Cup in 29 years, and they will not win one this year even though they had the best record and set all kinds of records. <laughs> no. President's yeah. Trophy curse continues. Yep. And on this date in 2008, Greg Maddox notched his 350th career victory in the Padres' 3-2 win over the Rockies at Petco Park. He's just the ninth pitcher in Major League history to win 350 and one of three to do so since 1928, along with Warren Spahn and Roger Clemens. And I wanted to bring this up, Travis, because Greg Maddox actually finished his career with more wins than Roger Clemens. Does Greg Maddox get overlooked? Because he wasn't a overly powerful pitcher. He was more of a precision pitcher. Right. Does he get a little overlooked sometimes when you talk about some of the greatest pitchers of our generation? Yeah, maybe he does a little bit. You know, because we talk about Roger, we talk about Randy Johnson, we talk about, you know, people like that. Right. Don't really mention Greg Maddox a lot because he didn't strike out a whole lot of people. No. But he would keep you in games. And he would, you know, he was a good six, seven innings. Right. And you knew he wasn't going to make a mistake. No. No, there's definitely guys that threw faster, but yeah, he was always hitting his spots in the right spots. And I think part of that is because the Braves never really won a title. I think they won one. They should have won more. And I think he would have would get more recognition because he was kind of the the lead pitcher, along with John Schmoltz and Tom Glavin. Mm-hmm. But it was those three and the fact they only won one title. I think kind of hurts all three of them in the eyes of greatest pitchers. Sure. So, but that's it. That's all we got on this day. That's all we got. All we got. Hmm. I guess they did win one title. Yep. Thought for sure that they won more. Nope. They only won one. 18 time gold glover. Yep. What a guy. What a guy, Greg Maddox. Yep. <laughs> Professor. They went to a couple more. Yeah. But I mean, all those division titles. Yeah, but they never could seal the deal. I mean, one year you had the Marlins beat them in the playoffs, I think, when, in the Marlins' first couple of years. Uh, he was known as the Professor and Mad Dog. A new Mad Dog. Plus, he was in backyard baseball. So, I mean, he's got to be a legend. Chorus, legend. Started his career with the Cubs. Automatically qualifies. Yeah, I did. Didn't know that. Won a Cy Young with the Cubs. Mm-hmm. 
18 gold gloves. 92, they finished 98 and 64 that season. And it only got them to the NLCS. Hmm. Or no, they made the 92 World Series and lost to Toronto. Toronto. That was, yeah, that 4-3 overtime game. Or extra innings game, I should say. But, yep, lost to Toronto in 92. 93, 98, and 64. Oh, no, I'm sorry. 104 and 58, Travis. 104 and 58, and you don't win the World Series. Hmm. You lose in the NLCS. Hmm. One title. One title. Hmm. You can't get over that. I know. Those teams were good enough to win multiple titles. Nope. Nope, just one. Yep, 94, they didn't make the playoffs at all. 95, 90, and 54. Another division champion. Greg Max won his fourth straight Cy Young, Travis. And then in... That was the only year they won the World Series. Hmm. They beat Cleveland that year. In the World Series. Hmm. Um, we took a nice little trip with the uh, Greg Maddox yes. memory lane. <laughs> They're so with a a great roster that year, Travis. Yeah, Braves had some uh... Jeff Blauser, Marquise Grissom, Chipper Jones, David Justice, Ryan Klesko, Javi Lopez, and the Crime Dog Fred McGriff. <laughs> the Crime Dog. Pitching, you had Max Glavin Smoltz and the other two guys. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. The other two guys no one remembers, Steve Avery and Kent Merker. Yeah, they don't get talked about. Mark Wohler, 25 saves on the year. But that was was it. 95. That was it. 96, they were the NL champs and couldn't win the World Series, lost to the Yankees. Yep, I didn't hear that. Didn't remember that one. Yep. Hmm. And who took the loss in that game? Game six that decided it, Travis? Greg Maddox. Greg Maddox. Mm-hmm. So, there you go. There Greg, you go. There's Greg a little Maddox fun time. Greg Maddox trivia for you. Greg Should've Maddox nostalgia. The fact that they traded him at the end of his career to San Diego or LA to the Dodgers for Cesar is Torres is a crime. <laughs> that was the first crime of the Chicago Cubs management. Should have retired a Cub, but he didn't. Or a Brave. I would have well, taken Brave. Yes, the fact brave. he retired as a Padre <laughs> is insulting. Yeah, I would agree. He definitely should have retired a Brave. But well, he got his 300th win as a Cub, so that's all that mattered. Hmm. Yeah. We'll go down in the, uh, the highlight reel. So uh, we will get out of here and we'll uh, see if the Cubs can avoid a sweep tonight. And we'll be back to report about it tomorrow. And we'll be back to report on the uh, City Series games as well. And uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. We're out of here. Peace. <laughs>